Hit me with the music, baby. Yeah. Where's the button? DYB show tonight. It is me and Dylan. Dylan, say hi. Hello. And Aaron's not here. Sorry, guys. I miss Aaron. It's okay, man. He'll be back. He'll be back. I've composed myself. I'm better. He just had he had to work. So, mm-hmm. and you know, we have a tight schedule around here. That's true. It, That's you know, true. If he you know slips how up hard again, it is. How hard to pump these things out for you people <laughs> every week. And you know how thankful you are? Not at all. I don't know. Really, Lee doesn't share no. the stats with me. So. Okay, have, okay, here's our Patreon numbers. We have, all right, guess how many patrons we have. 200. Close. We're getting there. We're currently at zero. Thanks, guys. <laughs> well, all we need is a two. We need two people and then another zero in front of it. We bust the zero our we asses have. every week, putting out fresh-ish content every time. <laughs> fresh-ish. <laughs> okay. Wait. So let me do my. I'm gonna do my part. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna do the pitch. Like we'll step our game up for every subscriber we get by. Buy a dollar's worth of content. (laughs) (laughs) For every subscriber we get, we'll put out another podcast that week. (laughs) Oh, God, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this week we got 200 episodes coming up, so we're just going to be on. We're going to be awake for the rest of our lives putting out these episodes. We'll probably die on air, but it's what you guys want. We can't let the fans down. But yeah. That's true. All right, we're going to set a goal. We need 10 patrons to give $1, and that'll cover the And I'll take off all my clothes. (laughs) Okay, there you go. You won't get to see it, but I'll do it. I swear. You'll you'll get to hear it. Yeah, you can hear me take all my clothes off in celebration. (laughs) If we get 2,000 subscribers, we could probably afford to do video. Then you might see it, but... Then we would probably get banned immediately. I still, if we do it on camera, I want to be off camera and you still only hear it. All right. But then you and Aaron have to describe what you see. And trust me, it'll be graphic. (laughs) Yeah, that's my pitch for uh, Patreon. We have, just go to our website, www.doyoubelievepodcast.com. And we have links to all our social media and all that jazz if you're interested. But yeah. So I'm gonna do the what? Are, what have we been up to? I'm gonna do that at the start. I feel like that's yeah, a better right, way to. Yeah, hit me with it. I'm st- ready. Ask me. Better way to start things rolling, Dylan. What have you been up to? Uh, let's see. What have I been doing? Um, since you talked to me last, I have started reading a Farewell to Arms. It's good. Um, I'm not really far enough into it to make a judgment. It has all of the. It has the usual, like, kind of style of a Hemingway thing, so that's nice. Um, and then I've, I've been at work. I feel like I've been at work late here lately. Oh, I'm um, I'm masticating a skull. Do you know what that means? 
masticating. No. Yeah. It sounds dirty. Hold on, my hotel. Well, that's weird. My hotel <laughs> phone rang one time and then it stopped. Hey, so. No podcasting in here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we have a strict no podcasting <laughs> policy. No, masticating a skull means that you are taking the skin off of it. And I found a dead animal on the tracks. And I can't confirm what it is, but its head was totally intact. And so I took it. And now I'm going to make a desk decoration out of it. This sounds really weird now that I say it out loud, but I'm doing it. <laughs> that might be why they're actually calling you. Sir, the smell, mm-hmm. we can, no. Oh, I'm doing confused. it at work. I'm not doing it in the hotel. I'm oh. not like a psychopath. Okay. Well, what do your coworkers think? They're all interested. Okay. I've named it Boris. I feel, <laughs> I feel like it's like, you know, when you're a kid and you find a dead bird and you're like, I want to go poke it with a stick, man. It's like that, mm-hmm. but a little more sophisticated and for adults. It is. I have access to the internet pretty much anywhere. And not like all I had to do was look up how to do this. Massive. All it took was, it took some laundry detergent is what it's like. Literally all it's taking. Dang. So the mystery is we got to find out what it is. Yeah, that's uh, exactly. I'll post it. I'll send you a photo of it and we can ask the viewers. Dude, yeah. Send me a picture. I'll put it on our Instagram so that we can put out more content. Do you believe what this is? (laughs) Do you believe this is? Do you believe you know what this is? Do you have a hypothesis? Hypothesis? Do you have a hypothesis? Um, Well... The body I found was about the size of a coyote. Oh, but dang. the skull is smarter than that. Smaller than that. I think I'm hearing a lot of raccoon, but the fur I saw was all brown, and it doesn't. He doesn't look like a little bandit. So hmm. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't look like a little robber with a little robber mask. <laughs> so I don't think it's a raccoon, and I don't think it's a possum either. That's the other thing I heard. But I've seen a lot of dead possums, and they look very different than this. Um. Bobcat is my favorite guess right now. Oh, okay, okay. That would be quite the find. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll send it to you. Right now, even. Oh, all right. But Dude. anyway, that's what I've been doing. Lee, what are you up wow. to? Wow. Um, all right, so I started reading. It's called the Gulag Archipelago. Okay. And it's supposed to be, it's by this guy named Alexander Solzhenitsyn who lived in Soviet Russia, but basically he saw the Soviet um, machine come into power and go out of power because he's, I think he, he passed away a couple years ago, but it's like 2,400 pages and I didn't realize how big it was because I asked our, our library didn't have it. So I requested it and they borrowed it from some college library and now I've got three giant books and a month to read it, so I'm trying oh to get through it. But so far, it's been pretty interesting. Um, okay. It's, I don't know. I'll, Did I'll you watch the... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I insist. You can't make me. All right. Did you watch The Death of Stalin with Steve Buscemi? No. Is it good? You should. Okay. Yeah, you should watch it. It's it's in that same vein. It's like not even remotely what that's about, but it is about the death of Stalin. It's very funny. Oh, it's funny. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. What? Okay, I got the picture. I'm looking at it now. I'll definitely post this for you guys. But yeah, I don't know. 
I have no idea what that is. Surely we have an expert listener. They'll tell us. I'm sure we have somebody that thinks they're an expert. Or if you think you're an expert, just say, I think I know what it is, but don't spoil it, man. Yeah. Until we give up. Make us us want it from you. Play hard to get. (laughs) Just be like, I would subscribe, but I wish you guys would do 50 podcasts a week, and we'll do it. Yeah. Because we're desperate. We want attention. So much attention. And money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Also, I bought... Confessions of an Economic Hitman I heard was good. It's supposed to just be like an insider view of the shady business practices that go on. But I also got all these giant books at the same time. So that's got to wait. Okay. But uh, I think that's all I've been doing. Yeah. Mm. So. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I found I clear my throat a lot on this podcast as I listened to our last one. <laughs> Weren't. No, wait, you weren't sick last time. It was the time before that. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. We can I do that, it. and when people are talking, I go, hmm. Like, I'm satisfied with what they're saying, <laughs> but that's mostly just me <laughs> acknowledging that I'm listening. So what we'll do, if we can get 25 patrons, I'll go through and edit out every throat clearing that he does. <laughs> so, there we'll go. put a little bit of production value into <laughs> it. Until then, oh boy, you got to deal with it. Oh man, I got a topic I want to start with. Okay, hit me up. Did you get your Spotify statistics? Um, about Spotify. <laughs> Did you stop? I got mad Spotify? at Spotify a while back. Why? What'd you do? In my like censorship madness, I was getting mad at everything and then changing everything. So I switched to Pandora, come to find out that's owned by Google also. So I was just like, okay, well, I give up. So Your no censorship. What? Oh yeah, it was a while back. It was it was like with the Alex Jones stuff where he got banned from what was it? Basically everything. So and I was like, okay, that's not cool. And I tried to protest by just not using stuff. I use less social media now. Anyway, as a result, I'm sure I'm better. How for did that. what did Spotify now? Do Spotify, so they were they had podcasts that you can listen to, and they took him off there too. So it's just I don't know. I don't, man. I don't know. I'm a believer in free speech, but I don't think the internet should be the haven for it. Yeah, yeah. When you can, but I I wish <laughs> I was a bazillion years old. Like the internet, you don't have to. Like, nobody can hit you in the face if they don't like what you're saying. So you can just say whatever you want with zero repercussions. And I don't think that's what free speech is supposed to be. Yeah. If you somebody printed uh, something rude about you in the newspaper, you could call them a yeller belly liar back in the day and then shoot them in the street. And that was what I think God intended. <laughs> no, I'm with you on that. You know? I feel I, that. I just, man, I think the internet... I heard it said the other day, we need more China in our internet. <laughs> I, I believe in more censorship. I don't think people should be allowed to comment on things. Hmm. I just want... No, I want the internet well, only... I, man, I don't know. I really don't like the internet a lot. <laughs> Me neither, man. For as uh, much as I use it, I really hate it. I'm just kind of... it. It's just... I don't know. I'm cool with freedom of speech, but I'm also cool with like 
these are companies. They can do what they want, right? Like if they don't want a certain type of content on their stuff, they can do what they want to get rid of it. I mean, mm-hmm. I have no problem with that, but like also I have the choice to use your service or not. So I'm just like, well, if you That's true. you'd think that he should have been kicked off, I kind of disagree, so I'm not going to use your stuff anymore. It's well, just- I I understand why people would like I completely understand your argument. I just don't agree with it. Right. I uh, well, I, I no, I expect I that. that. Like, I, I, I take that back. It's not even a thing of like I don't agree with your argument or what you did it. I just don't think that they were wrong in doing it. I don't think they were wrong either. But you think it's a principle thing? Yeah, it, it's not. Like I am in full support of you own this company. It's your platform. You do whatever the hell you want. I am fully in support of that. But as a me personally, like I, I don't see anything super offensive about him. Uh, so it's just like, okay, well, I, I don't like the level of censorship that you're putting out. I'm, it's not me personally. It's above my threshold. So mm-hmm. for that reason, I'm out. That's all it is. It's not, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not like expecting them to change their mind or anything. It's just, yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is I just don't like, he's just another liar. I think to me, I'm sure a lot of people think that lizards actually do rule the planet, (laughs) but like, it's just, it is the wild, wild west in the internet when it comes to what you can say with zero repercussions. And I think humanity has proven that given the opportunity to do anything that it wants, it will, it will get very dark very quickly yeah and so i just don't i really do think it's like a superhero man like we don't humanity is not responsible enough for the internet for the internet to be exist in its pure form that it exists now where you really can't just say anything (laughs) we're not responsible enough for it so then what about so i'm sure there's people that have all sorts of opinions on this what about uh taking away the anonymity of of the internet i think china's kind of doing that right now this is something okay this is heard secondhand from the boogie monster which is another podcast if you guys are interested are they but it's like to say that no <sighs> this podcast is brought to you by the boogie monster not really <laughs> um which is a, if anybody who does listen to it knows it's like half-ass research stuff so I don't know if this is true, and I've never actually looked this up. But in China right now, according to this, the there's like a social networking thing that is tied to who you are as a person. Okay? And I know that sounds like, oh, yeah, to all of it. But no, no, no. You, It gets tied to you as you go out into public. Like you are rated for your interactions with everybody else out in the world. And if your rating is not high enough, then you can't partake in certain things. And I know that's a Black Mirror episode, but (laughs) that's also something that's like it's like based on what is happening in China right now. And so, hell, maybe like, can you imagine, let's say all of the shitty stuff that people say on Twitter, people could just like see you out in public and be like, 
that's the guy who said all that terrible stuff about yeah. Jews. I'm going <laughs> to kick his ass. Like, I think so. There's like two I'm parts. I'm the bear Jew from Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> I think there's like two parts to it. Like, you should be concerned and watch what you say for fear of, you know, there's other people out there and they might react accordingly. But I don't like that. I don't want you to fear speaking out because of your government disagrees with what you say. So it's right. Kinda, no, I agree. So, I want. Yeah. You need a weird I want balance. citizens to be beating people up. Not not the government. That's you know, I don't want to. I don't I don't believe in fascism. I believe in no laws whatsoever, I think. Just no and no internet, <laughs> but also no laws. Oh, just like uh, the Wild West, man. Yeah, You've been I playing people, too much Red Dead. <laughs> I haven't. I actually haven't. Still haven't been playing Red Dead Redemption. Oh. But I was talking about it today with somebody. Well, I was talking about it today, but I had been reading it. <clears throat> Excuse me, I cleared my throat again. And it was talking about um, how, you know, used to the legitimacy of the law is what I've been thinking about here lately, because I don't know if you've seen about these yellow vests in Paris. Yeah. You, okay. So you know about it. Yeah. Okay. For those that don't, the rural poor folk of Paris have risen up. Well, the poor folk of France, I should say they've risen up across the country, but mostly in Paris because you know, it's the capital Um, in response to these fuel taxes. And for four weeks, they just rioted. Well, for four weekends, I guess they rioted. Uh, and no peaceful protest or anything like that or just random looting. They were like systematically destroying stuff. Like it was almost a revolution. Cars were on fire in the street. And the government backed down. So I was sitting there. That made me think like when you're a kid, you are taught that like the law is the law. Like it is so legit, too legit to quit. Um <laughs> But it's not like it's just rules that we've all agreed upon as a part of living here. There's, you know, there's nothing to say that somebody could just be like, nope, that's not a law anymore. And then you could just murder people. Yeah, that's. Uh, and that's, so I've been <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about like the authority of, of it. And I think as circles get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, that <clears throat> it becomes less and less authoritative. And when you take any sort of consequences out of the internet or out of any large society. And the internet is the largest society. I mean, it's worldwide. Uh, that's when you see what happens. Like it's become a thing where you can say anything you want about anybody you want, whether it's true or not. And there's no repercussions for that. Yeah. It's crafty. And it, it, yeah. it, it sucks on a lot of levels. Cause like trying to do research on certain topics is getting to be a struggle too because you have no idea who's making shit up and who's legit mm -hmm. it's just it's frustrating that's why you gotta go back to books man mm -hmm. if they're willing to go through the effort to get it published it's probably true i mean unless you're just really yeah. hardcore about putting fake stuff out but well and i was thinking about this today of how we've let analytics have you noticed how analytics decide everything now i don't feel like it was always like that hmm you know what I'm saying? Like all we ever look at, well, here's the stats. 51% of people agree with this. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but that means 49% don't. Like, <laughs> you know, that's a, still a big chunk. There's a lot of people. 
even yeah. if it's only a hundred people, that's only two more people that agree with it. That's not a lot. Those two people could just be sick that day. <laughs> they could yeah. have not even been paying attention when you asked the question, whatever they are agreeing with. It's and the other, I don't, I remember who told me the saying, but there's lies, damn lies and statistics. Like all these <laughs> analytics and stuff can be made to say anything, interpreted any way you want. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody's willing to, I don't know. Anytime I see a study or a stat put out, I try and find the, the detail on it. Like where it was done, how it was conducted, how many people there were, all that such and such. Yeah. No, nobody cares about that anymore. They're just like, oh, what's, well, that, what's that say? Oh, that bar is bigger than that bar. That's bad. You know. Well, that's the thing is like it's a world of headlines. Like we yeah. don't. There's, but here's the thing: Do I have time in my daily life to go and be like? You know how long it would take just to like reading the morning news if I was going <laughs> to yeah. investigate every single fucking stat that they put out? It'd be the rest of my day. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, oh man, another hard day at the office. Just <laughs> investigating claims. Um, so but I, I don't know. I don't, I'll tell you where my stats were really good though. That was on Spotify. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> expert, okay. So how about that? that? An expert <laughs> level brought back. That was a 100. <laughs> 180 degree turn. That's pro. You're being um, promoted. You'll get a raise soon. Yeah. Thanks, baby. When we get, I'll get a raise if we get more patrons. Yes. Um, yes. But they, um, anyway, Spotify, 76,000 minutes of music, which is lower than it was last year. Last year I had 90 something thousand. So I'm, I've really been slacking. Uh, ben Howard was my top listen this year. That's just oh. fair because he had a new album come out for the first time in four years. Um, so really dug into him. This show um, is brought to you by the Do You oh Believe God. Podcast Network. Carry on. <laughs> oh my. I was doing, all right, I was doing math to see how many hours that was that you listened to. Also, my number pad is hockeyed to the music. <laughs> oh my God. So. Oh boy. Ben Howard. Well. Carry on. 219 hours of Ben Howard. Um, I think my most listened genre was like roots rock, indie, and then um, folk were the, those are my top genres. Nice. I listened nice. to 51% uh, more non mainstream music than the average Spotify listener, so I'm a real prick. Um, <laughs> That's how I take that these days. I've gotten so fed up with the. This isn't my expression, but it's the the fans ruining the band. Man, like being a Democrat used to be cool. Now it just sucks. <laughs> I think it's probably the same thing with Republicans, though. And I was like, yeah, yeah, being a Republican used to be cool. Now it just sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to be a racist to be a Republican in everybody's eyes, <laughs> or you have to be just like one dick in your butt a vagina in your ear while you're like got your own dick and a pig like why you walk around to promoting free speech like that's a liberal now that sounds complicated yeah i know it's (laughs) too much to keep up with i noticed it was lbgtqi and you know i saw that and i was like i wonder what the i stands for and i was like you know what i don't give a fuck like i'm 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 tired of caring about people man i'm really sick of it oh man 
You sound a real grumpy. You know, I said I'm, I was struggling to come up with fun topics because I've become a grumpy old man, but Dylan's become a grumpy old man too. I sent you lots of topics. Did you write them down? Oh, well, I was going to save those for Aaron because he seemed excited about some of them. He did. You're right. Let me You're see right. if there's any Every ones that were exclusive to us, but yeah. I think every, th- every time that it's just you and I on here, we typically are pretty grumpy. I think Aaron is like the... Yeah. He's the leaven <laughs> in the bread, I guess. He, he makes us fun. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Hey, we can have fun. We're just wheat and barley. Lee, I've, been, I've missed playing in the band, man. I've been playing my guitar a lot up here by myself. I miss being in the band. We haven't we haven't done anything without you. So... We miss you. We well, can't. Do, we can't do it. Skunk butt's not skunk butt without the skunk. Butt. Skunk butt. <laughs> Man, I miss skunk butt. That was good. One. Well, I can't wait. When I get back to Lexington, we're we're getting the band back together. Of course we are, man. And we're gonna be even better than before. We'll be on uh, new heights. Unfortunately, I've, been, I've wrote all. I've wrote all kinds of music. Ooh. Like actually, fully wrote songs. Lee, you wouldn't even believe it. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. But okay. The, Did you part, find anything that was not exclusive to Aaron? I got this distracted thinking about skunk butt and how our last oh, performance God. wasn't great because they were sound checking us while we were playing. That was great. Yeah, that was uh was that when we played the Fourth of July thing? Yeah. Yeah, those first stupid. like three songs, the guy was just sitting there sound checking while we were while we were Oh no 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 no. The last thing we did was the not the Fourth of July. That one was fun. We did when we did the oh yeah. So it, no Woodford Stock. Okay, yes, Woodford. Stock. Sorry if anybody listening. I enjoyed playing at Woodford Stock, but we were the first band, and they just kept sound checking all of our equipment while we were playing, which was fun. It it just doesn't work when you're playing. You hear everything, and then all of a sudden you hear nothing. <laughs> yeah, wonder it what's would just going drop on. in and out. We were trying to play. Um, down on the corner, I believe it was, and um, <laughs> it went horribly wrong. Oh, it did. Uh, we also had a um, three-minute intro on Jolene. <laughs> <laughs> it was artistic intro. Oh well, but uh, to be fair, it was that was one we didn't really get to practice that much, if I remember correctly. We pretty much just went up there and did it. Yeah, but what's weird is we we had less practice with the the barbecue thing. And that the barbecue thing, I think, was the best one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought the Fourth of July thing went weird. I didn't like that we played a song we had already played for our encore. I really didn't like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. And we had songs to play that we could have played. Um, but I don't know. It was a ton of fun. I miss those days. They'll be back. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> They're coming back. We're, we're, we're getting the band back together. We're going to be like the Lumineers. Yes. Except, I don't know, probably moodier. <laughs> so especially now that you're grumpy. Mm. I'm grumpy all the time, man. I got to get off the internet. <laughs> oh, my God. It's The thing is, is like, I, I want, it's such a dichotomy now of wanting to know what's going on, but mm-hmm. absolutely hating it. <laughs> It's just like, I gotta know what's going on. Oh, that's going on. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> and, and like, I, this is, I, I think I need to just check out for a little bit because I'm finding myself like 
when I go read the paper, I don't even read it. I just look at the headlines and be like, this is all just, it's just all bullshit. Like I don't want to hear about Trump (laughs) anymore. Like I, I just don't care. I just don't care. I, if he wins again in 2020, I'm leaving. And I don't even think it's because of him. I really <laughs> do think that I just want, like, I don't even want to go to, like, oh, I'm going to go to some place that respects my liberal leanings. No, I want to go to, like, Svalbard or something like that where there's more polar bears than there are people. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that, man. I just, wish I, I've considered moving to Alaska out in the middle of nowhere. Do you nice. know they'll still pay you to go to Alaska? Somebody oh, told me one time. How much? I don't know. I think you don't get to live in like Anchorage. I think you have to go live like in the frozen north. But oh, I, I think the only thing, and this is bad because I think that the Green Party is stupid, but I'm pretty sure the only thing I care about on, like I'm done caring about people. I just want my whoever I vote for next is going to be the person that's like, man, I'm just going to make everything a nature reserve. Nothing. I'm I'm going to stop putting any money into infrastructure. We're just going to let nature take back over, baby. Oh, yeah. I just need a good restart. I was thinking about that. Well, I read about this. It was something talking about the cyclic nature of history um, and basically how there are four cycles that happen that like coincide with the generations. And it's probably just convenient to look back on this way because humans like to look for patterns. But basically you have um, a crisis, um, the high after a crisis, an awakening to how things have been, and then an unraveling, and then another crisis. Uh, And if you look back, like even through, you know, American history, even going farther back, it's kind of always like that. Um, And we're due for a crisis here lately, mm. and I just don't know if we're ready for it. I think we're probably going to get beaten by this one. Most likely. Yeah. It's not looking good. I was going to say, I I was thinking to myself, like, if we ever gotten, like, a legit war again, like a serious war, Mm -hmm. we'd be screwed because we don't have anybody. Like, (laughs) I just look at the people around me. I'm like, could these people have my back in a war? I was like, no. Mm -mm. No, they're all weenies. So we're screwed. Well, and it's not even I just, like I think people could probably they could probably fight like and be I'm not even I, this is a person who's never been in a war talking. I'm sure they would be fine like technically. But it my thought is is like the people at home are not gonna like between the mothers between the conservative mothers who can't think anything is more special than their baby. Or the liberal dissenters who are like, no, man, we shouldn't be at war. We should. There's nothing worth fighting for. Everything is just peace and love all the time. Like between those two sets or the people that are going to be at home, like trying to support the people that are fighting, we'd never make it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's hope it's not that. <laughs> I kind of hope it is that. Maybe it'll just wipe most of us out. And the people that just the bleeding masses that are left will just be like, listen. There's like 150 of us left on the earth. Let's just call it a draw. Like, I don't even know who started the fight. 
And then we build back up and we come back around again. Yeah. I hope I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I've been I've been real grumpy here lately, man. I've been hoping that a nuclear warhead will see it and I can just catch it in my teeth. Like oh, wow. that'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. No, but see, you said you know you're sick of caring about people, but those are people that you don't even know. So it's just, or are you saying in general like you don't care about me? Well, and to be like, okay, I I care about you, Lee, but you're an LM on my Skype screen is how I see you most times, and And so like I feel very disconnected (laughs) from the people that I do care about, and I'm surrounded by people that I'm just like merely acquaintances with, and my lifeline to that is the internet um yeah and like i like when my friends put up pictures of their dogs and cats and like oh we went and ate at this restaurant that's neat mm-hmm. oh and then i'll see like oh maybe it's a funny dog video that i shared with you but then other times it's like pictures of guys standing up the guy in the wheelchair standing up in front of george hw casket people being like tell me again about you taking a knee <laughs> and i was like isn't that whole thing supposed to be about police brutality and not uh, that like, uh, and then I remember that everybody is stupid. Yes, that's uh... <laughs> including me. Including me, I just keep my mouth shut most of the time, though, except on this podcast. Yeah, this is where we get to pretend to know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm so just anyway. trying to. I don't know. Trying to dial back onto social media. Really, just follow my closest friends and family and. And just that's that I focus more on. I, I know it's weird because like you're talking about like all your friends and people that, you know, they're not right there with you. So technology does mm-hmm. help you be able to interact with them still. But for me, like the people that I don't know, I need to put the phone down and just hang out with the people around me sometime. Mm-hmm. It's better that way. So. And yeah, I don't know, dog. <sighs> Oh, God, what else you got for me, Lee? I'm real depressed now. All right, so you, you've depressed that. All right, let's read some YouTube comments here I found. Oh, yeah. There's yeah, a subreddit yeah. for this, so that's I kind of cheated and went there. I'm sure oh, that's fine. I, li- I like Reddit a lot. <laughs> so we'll read through some of these to pick it up, and then we can talk a little bit about some ancient civilizations again because it's Great. fun. All right, so... I gotta proofread some of these. I picked these out ahead of time though, so that we don't run into okay. the issue we do with all of our other games. But um, somebody says, "I I hat this song." The guy responds, "I shirt this song." The next guy says, "I fucking <laughs> I fucking glove this. I fucking glove you for saying that." <laughs> <laughs> I shirt this song. I like that. Why would you go on there and say that you hate this song? Right? Like, uh, <laughs> like just don't watch it. That's what I don't get about commenting. Have you ever hated a band so much that you had to go to their page, put up with the music, and leave a mean comment? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, sir, should stay off the internet then. <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh, my gosh. Here's the next one. This is basically a breakdown of any YouTube thread. Okay. Comment is, I haven't watched the video yet, but I am commenting because that is what people do. First response, and I am responding in an angry manner because of your ignorance. Welcome to the internet. Followed by, I am outraged and I will now make fun of your comment and I will start calling you names. 
Followed by a witty comment about your mother, who in reality is a wonderful lady. Followed by, I find this witty comment horrible, and starts to correct your grammar and call you out on things. No, call you things that would indicate you wish sexual interaction with a person of your own sex. Responded with, I will now make veiled allusions to your sub-average intelligent quotient, using fancy words to make me seem smarter. Mm-hmm. Basic YouTube banter. So Yeah, that's pretty much got it. <laughs> you could have cut that and like copy and pasted it. <laughs> what are these people? Oh, uh, this guy says, uh, I hate it too, LOL. I watch Two and a Half Men and then switch channels at seven before it comes on. This guy says, I liked your comment until you got to the point where you said I watched Two and a Half Men. Almost, sir. Almost. And then <laughs> this other guy says, You're so proper. I want you to have my children. <laughs> the next guy says, Unfortunately, I believe we are both men. Perhaps we could adopt. The guy says, but then you would be two and a half men. And the guy says, you just blew my mind. <laughs> um, I, have, I have never seen an Asian woman pregnant. Have you? Uh, Kama says, no, that's because they oh, Asian, Asians lay eggs, idiot. <laughs> I was like, huh. No, I guess not. <laughs> Women belong in the kitchen. Men belong in the kitchen. Kitchen has food is best room. <laughs> YouTube, you're making me all right. Right now, I'm okay. Uh, you're both arguing on YouTube comments. Did you guys like both turn 12 on the same day or what? You're arguing about arguing. According to your own logic, you are the biggest dumbass. Wait, but then doesn't that mean you're arguing about arguing about arguing? What does that make you? And on the same note, what does that make me? And then it's a picture of a. A guy flipping a table. A guy says, put the table back. It's a picture of the guy putting the table back. But yeah. All right, <laughs> two more. Wait, hold on. Uh, okay. This is this is guy's comment I'm guessing on some sort of video. But it, if individuals like yourself state that appearance shouldn't be a benefactor within the music industry, then why do you say morons unnecessarily whine about such a vague and arbitrary concept in the first place? Ironically, indoctrinated hypocrisy at its best, and people still wonder why the metal community has become so convoluted. And the response is, holy fuck, smoke some weed, and close out however many tabs of a thesaurus you have open. <laughs> These people, you can found some good comments, man, damn. Uh, um, this one, uh, the thumbnail I have is a picture of just like a bird of prey flying around. And it says, that eagle must be retarded. He turns his back to eat on a predator that was coming at him in a stalking fashion. He should have kept his guard up when he's the ground, on the ground and vulnerable. And a response to the comment is, yeah, the eagle is retarded. You're the one giving advice to a bird on YouTube. <laughs> These so are good. There, there you go. There's They're your YouTube right. comments, guys. Lighten the mood up a little bit. Where, where That's good. I now? feel like normally, like going back to my comments thing from earlier, it's just <laughs> always just vitriol, right? Like normally? Uh, I mean normally. That's, uh, yeah. Reading through, I'm trying to find comments on my own, and then I just kept, you know, putting my head in my hands and just sighing, because that's mm-hmm. pretty much all this. But there's some gold out there sometimes. So. Mm. All right, what are we going to talk about? Talk about? Hey, what's your opinion on cowboy boots? 
Some people can pull it off. Okay, go on. I want to hear. Some people just have a cowboy look. If I were to buy cowboy boots, I would look ridiculous and like an idiot. Um, You, I think you could pull off cowboy boots. I assume you're asking me this because you're going to buy cowboy boots. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I swear to God, I'm not. There, I don't think that that. I think I have. Uh, I have a big body, and so if you put on, um, let's say that I wore cowboy boots, it would look like I was walking around on feet that were not big enough for my body. Like I think I would come <laughs> to too much of a point. <coughs> really, hmm. I think I think you have to be a proportional fella. Yeah, and I'm I'm not that. I have really long legs. And I'm just like a big guy, so it doesn't really fit with me. I don't think. I think if you're a proportional guy, I like I think you could pull it off, Lee. I I don't know about that, man. It's good. Like you're shorter than me, but like I feel like all of your stuff is the same amount of like <laughs> it's it's correct and it's like ratios. Oh man, well, <laughs> thank you, but I don't know. I don't. That's a measured compliment. Quite literally, it's a measured compliment. <laughs> Now what you gotta do, get some boots, try them on, Instagram, and then we'll be the judges. Ask Instagram. So you're thinking, you're thinking it's more, it's more of your body type, not about your attitude. Well, I think anything <laughs> can be made to be, like Miko said, man, you just gotta walk it like you talk it. Like, if you're gonna wear <laughs> cowboy boots, you better fucking own it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a bold it's a bold statement to be wearing cowboy boots when you're not a cowboy it's true because you can see it's the way you carry yourself too there's some guys like hey what's that guy he shouldn't be wearing cowboy boots look at him yeah and it's not that he looks funny it's just that he's walking like he shouldn't be wearing cowboy boots yeah he's like he's not comfortable in them because they're not real comfortable unless you're riding a horse <laughs> I've, I've never worn a lot of pressure boots, so they don't offer you a lot of traction, and there's a lot of pressure points in a cowboy boot. Ugh. Dang. I'm not going to get some then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want comfortable shoes. Oh. I agree. But, yeah. but I, I don't know. I just saw some cowboy boots as I was walking back to my hotel, and I was like, what, are, what do people think when they see that? <laughs> <laughs> When I was in, I was in Texas for a little bit, um, and when I was there, I saw the appropriate number of cowboy boots and cowboy hats. It wasn't everybody, but it was most. I would say like sixty-eight percent of the people I saw had it on. And because if I saw everybody wearing a cowboy hat and cowboy boots when I was there, I was like, "You guys are a fucking cartoon." Like <laughs> this is you. Not everybody needs this. Come on now. But as many people as I saw, I was like, you guys probably all do work on ranches or around cattle. Like, I, I believe this number of people have them. <laughs> like, <laughs> huh. Cowboy hats, Lee, what do you think? Actually, brimmed hats in general, Lee. Uh, like, I feel like they're out now, man. Unless you're a country now, like, singer. Out of, out of fashion? Out of like, fashion. All brimmed hats or just cowboy hats? All brimmed hats. Really? As of right now. That's what I gotta say. I'm in on the brim hat game. I wish I had one. <laughs> I just never. I don't see anybody wearing them. 
I, that's my thing is I don't know where I'd wear it to. Are there rules to that? I mean, no, but okay. Let's say <laughs> that I was still working in Yokohama and it was a cold winter day and I had on like a longer coat and a brimmed hat, not a fedora, but just a brimmed hat. What would you think? Would you think that that was weird? Or like what you would notice, I'm sure that I was wearing a hat, but would you be like, that doesn't look right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to respond. I'd be like, what is this, like a 20s gangster movie? That's probably what I would think to myself. But then I'd probably be like, oh, it's cool, though. I wish I could wear that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's what everybody's doing. I think everybody wishes I think people it's, look better oh, with nice hats on. Yeah. It's a nice accessory. I think it's cool, but nobody's bold enough to do it. Everybody wants to, but they can't until everyone else is. <laughs> I, I think the reason that I don't is because, like, okay, a lot of times I wear, like, brown boots, jeans, and then, like, a, a button-down shirt. Like, most of the time, that's what I'm wearing. And so I could wear a brimmed hat with that, and I don't think it would look too out of place. But then there's other times that, like, people would also see me, if I'm just going to, like, Kroger, uh, man, I'm lucky if I take off my pajamas. like, <laughs> And so... I feel like you don't. I don't want people to see me as those two different things. It's like, why is he trying so hard? <laughs> like, what is what is making him try hard to go out in public? Because he's out in public right now wearing flannel pants and camo house shoes. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's one. Of, it's one of the things, and almost with like the cowboy hat and the cowboy boots thing. It's just the people that I know that wear them have always worn them, so it's part of their persona. So you almost just have to suck up the initial, I'm going to look stupid for a week, but then people get used to it. They get used to seeing it. And I guess that's like true. It. But I, none of those people that I, that I know that wear those are cowboys. Like, that's not <laughs> their job. They work at like an auto zone. <laughs> hey, man, you can do what you want. Now, I think you're safer with your idea versus the cowboy boots cowboy hat. I think there's more stringent requirements. But for yeah. what you're looking at, it's anybody can do it. There's no rules against that. John Mayer wears a nice brimmed hat most of the time. Does he? Hmm. Lord well, Huron does in. as well. I'd expect it from him. Both of your you well, both of your last time I talked to you, musical idol or idols, and that is a very indie rock hat. And I would describe my style as pretty. I take a lot of influence from my. Uh, for my musical heroes. Yeah. Excuse me. Now, I would expect if you came in walking in with a brimmed hat, I would not be surprised. Okay. So I, I mean, I that think makes you're me safe. feel like, <laughs> yeah, I don't feel bad hearing that. That like, I could see some people taking that as an insult. And I, I know you didn't mean it that way, but, or maybe you did. No. But. Like, it I, just I could, seems like you, like, it's not. And yeah, I think it's basically the people that you think are cool wear mm -hmm. those kind of hats. So I would expect they that do. you would think they were cool and you would wear the hat. I'm trying to I'm on Spotify right now trying to find a picture because I know for a fact that all of these artists that I follow, one of them's lead photo. Well, Leonard Cohen has one on, but that's kind of just sad. He died. Hmm. I'm just going to go to the bottom and work up. I follow a lot of people. Tom Waits has one on in his photo. He has one on in your Skype picture. So. In my Skype picture, he's wearing a – he's got like a bowler type operation going on. <laughs> um, 
I know Lord Huron has one as well. And there's, it's not their current one because it's that album that I don't really care for. Yeah. But yeah, they've all got like, it, it's not a cowboy hat, but like it's, um, you would expect to see poor cowboys wearing them, you know? Yeah. Like they couldn't afford a Stetson, so they had to get a, right, yeah, a different <laughs> style. I've seen people with those giant, uh, borderline sombrero cowboy hats, you know, they just come way <laughs> that, out. <laughs> Don't think of what that's called, like a Montana hat or something. I feel like if you've got one of those on, you have to be like on a ranch. Yeah, like that is to keep the sun off of you. <laughs> now, I think you're in a good position to make this transition because you've been away for a while. That's true. So you can start doing it. When you come back, they'll be like, oh, man, he's changed. <laughs> he's different. <laughs> he's different now. And then you're in. That's it. <laughs> I'm going to get me one of these hats. I want to find a cheap one though. I don't want an expensive one. Cause like a hat, like I feel like a hat, you need to be able to like kind of throw it around, you know, a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think you should do it and hopefully we can see a change in the world and all these flat bill hats with stickers will kind of fall by the wayside. I think that's kind of gone away. Have you noticed this new trend of people who wear a hat, but it's like they turn around backwards and it's just barely sitting on their head. I have not noticed that. <laughs> oh my god! Hilarious. I ask. I feel like I see this everywhere, and I'm the only person that's talking about it. Let me see. <laughs> I'm looking it up on. Are, now, YouTube are they right undersized now. hats or are they appropriately sized hats? No, no, no. They're just like <laughs> normal flat build hats, and I don't mind. I have a flat build hat. It says Converse on the front of it, and I wear it normally. Yeah. Um, I want backwards hats style. Give it to me. Come on now. Like it's like the coolest thing is to show that you've put the least amount of effort into putting your hat on, and that's how cool yeah. you are. You just kind of here it is. I just found a picture of it. I'm sending it to you. It's this. I see it a lot in uh, fraternity culture, which I don't know if I've ever talked about that on here, but I hate that the most. Um, let's see. Here we go. People wear their hats this way, and it's a lot of people too. Hmm. Okay. So, okay, so it's not like what? <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> now, my question. Okay, okay. So, is it a regular hat, and they're just doing that, or are they making weird shaped hats that just sit up high? No, that's actually a hat. It's just not on his head, like. <sighs> Like, cause normally when you like, okay, I wear a hat backwards every now and then for multiple reasons because I'm a cool guy mostly, <laughs> but also like when you do it, you turn it down, like kind of back, like you don't right. let the brim go parallel to the ground. Like, <sighs> am I right or am I wrong here? No, you are correct. Absolutely correct. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. We're just from a different time. That's all. <laughs> I guess. Jesus. I'm sure the first person that put their hat on backward was... I'm sure they got shit for that. That was Ken Griffey Jr. was the first person to do that. Was he? Oh, man. No. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool, though? Wouldn't that be a weird bit of history? <laughs> it's just like, wow. All right, so buy you a hat. I expect you to have one. If we go... Especially if we start playing music again. Oh, yeah, then you have to. I'm going to get me one of those brimmed hats. I'm going to look it up right now. Because that's... I'm doing... <laughs> Brimmed like, hat. 
I need you, men's. I think I think women. I, I'm a big believer in women who wear. Um, the really big kind of it's kind of a fall style, the really large brimmed hat with like the very flowy. It basically looks like they're wearing a cape, but I'm a believer in that style. If I was a woman, that's what I would wear. What is that style? Like a derby hat? No, 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 no. I'll see if I can find this now. I'll send it to you. <laughs> this is this whole podcast is just us having a conversation. We call it Fashion Experts Podcast. Exactly, Fashion Expert Podcast. Let's see. Women hat fashion. I got a cough. There we go. Bless you. Oh, thank you. There's a lot of stomping around going on outside my hotel right now. My hotel door. Um, here we go. This is a good picture that is pretty representative. Now, it looks like she's wearing a blanket, but these can also be like thinner for if it was warmer weather i feel like people know what i'm talking about like you see it in the window of like a store like anthropology or something it's pretty much indie rock too i think that may just be my thing is i think i, I just know. like i can't i just like indie music does jack white wear those hats i feel like that's a jack white jack hat. white i think he does let me go look on his i don't follow jack white but i'll look he may be a little bit too rock and roll for those hats yeah He's a little too – nope, he's got one in one of these pictures. Never mind. Dang. Yep, he's got brimmed hats. His are smaller, which is the more kind of rocker type look. Yeah. Jack White's a little bit more uh, Stratocaster. I'm I'm more of a telly type of guy these days. Oh, okay. Yeah, Damn. I've learned a lot about electric guitar since I last met you. <gasps> oh, man. And I have a pedal now. You have – is it a tuner? <laughs> No, no, no. It is a... Why are you saying that I played out of tune? Uh, <laughs> no, that's your first pedal. No, I bought a, a Canyon pedal. Canyon. It's Electroharmonics Canyon. Huh. And it's like not a good pedal, but it does a lot of stuff. Like it has... A, a, what is it called? A chorus in it. It has a looper. It has a reverb. It has a delay. Like it has a bunch of stuff in it. And for like me just kind of playing around with stuff, it's perfect. Oh yeah, it's good. How much was it? Uh, I think it was 110 bucks. It's not bad. <laughs> came with, I mean, it came with like a power and everything. Oh, I would, nice. I wouldn't use it. I would like, cause like the thing is, is it, you can't add stuff together, you know, like I can't oh, do reverb. Okay. Uh, oh, so you'd have to get like a dedicated pedal, but if you, yeah. for just messing around with different sounds, um, it's perfect. Good. It also has an octave thing where you can play multiple octaves at one time, and that always goes bad for me. I think I'm just using it wrong. <laughs> well, that's good. As we're gonna skunk butt is gonna tear it up soon, guys. Mm -hmm. Watch out. So yeah. So I think as a as an artist, you you have to wear something unique. We were. I was looking at. We watched that Queen movie not too long ago. Didn't you say it was bad? No. Oh, I thought you said you didn't like it. Oh, I did like it. Okay, I don't know how I was... Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, like, you know, obviously Freddie Mercury is, like, out there, right? Very mm -hmm. eccentric. And then... Out of the closet, you mean. <laughs> that, too. And then Brian... <laughs> Brian May? And the drummer? Like, they all had, like, giant hair and stuff. And then you get to the bass player, and he just looks like a guy. 
I feel like you can't do that. I mean, nobody remembers his name because of that reason. Uh It's not like, you know, Brian May's like, oh, he's the guy with the hair. But this guy, it's the bassist. His name escapes me. Uh, (laughs) It's just just regular clothes. You can't do that. So maybe that was our problem at Skunk Bug. That's why we didn't take off properly. Like, I didn't have anything going on. Nobody had anything weird going on. Did Matt no, have long hair at that time? Nintendo shirts. <laughs> I have long hair now too. That's the other thing. Ooh, that's perfect. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Yeah. When we come back, we've already got the look. That, that's that's really all that counts. Let's mm-hmm. be real here. If we, yeah. We don't. We don't have to be good. We don't even need to practice. Mm-hmm. We already know. I that. don't. Even, why would we practice? Because it just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. That doesn't. We have more time to out be doing. You know wild band bonding exercises you know yeah and making a scene places somebody's got to get arrested i think yeah one of us needs to be arrested between (laughs) now and then Hmm. all All right right. so hats thumbs up from us yes for the yes for the most part we need to one of us needs at least one visible tattoo as well i think carrie should get one on her face Ooh, all right, I'll run it by her and see what she says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me give me give me some notes on what she thinks on that. <laughs> oh man. All right. Lee, have you eaten anything good here lately? Um You know what? No, I have not. We'll, I haven't either. We'll get the occasional Chewy's run, but that's it is what it is. I remember you're not a big fan of that. We took you there Chewy's, once or twice. Chewy's has never impressed me. I don't think it's. I don't think it's bad. I'll never pick that as my place to eat, though. Hmm. I. Hmm. I I've gotten different things every time I've gone there too, and I'm. It's always the same to me. I'm just like, yeah, it's whatever. I've, for the most part, I get the same thing every time. I have tried a couple things. I've tried their quesadillas. They're okay. And like I usually take a bite of Carrie's stuff, and it's okay. So maybe maybe I just really love the steak burrito that I get every time. Yeah, and I'm just oblivious to the rest of Chewy's. I mean, I think that's okay. I have restaurants that I go to where I just get the same thing every time. Um, I don't know. Chewy's just never did it for me, and I like Mexican food. Yeah. Well. There's no good. Okay, what is the best Mexican place in Lexington? Uh, probably Tapatio Ranchero is the name of it. It's out behind. You know where the Taco Bell's at? Ironically, it's behind the Taco Bell on New Circle Road or Nicholasville Road. Yeah, actually, I've been there. That place is good, but they make their own bread Ooh. and, by extension, make their own chips. Um, so they like they make their own tortillas and stuff like that. It's very authentic Mexican food. As far as like, but like that's kind of like the different thing now is there's like streets. It's like what they call like Southwest inspired or whatever it is. Yeah. But it's meant to be like street food. That's like a whole different genre than going to a Mexican restaurant. Right. You know, when you go to a Mexican restaurant, you're gonna get watery salsa. <laughs> like water that comes in one of those old glass coca-cola yeah or like they're not glass those old like plastic light blue coca-cola glasses um 
you know, they're going to come out and tell you it'll be like seven minutes to get your food ready. And it always takes exactly that long. Like no matter how crowded a Mexican restaurant is, I feel like I've gotten my food within five minutes of ordering it every time. But then when you go to like the, the Southwest inspired street food stuff, it's like, Oh, we've got tamales and like, you can get two chicken and pineapple barbecue sauce tacos and like stuff like that. But like every time I go to those restaurants, I'm like, I'm not full. This is not very fulfilling. <laughs> maybe, maybe I like Chewy's better cause it's actually closer to American food and less authentic. Maybe. maybe that's why people like it. Cause authentic, authentic Mexican is quite different. It is. It is. It's like, it's a very heavy taste, all of their stuff. Yeah. Whereas I think that, like, like you're talking about, like the, I mean, because that's that's Chewy's thing, though, is they they don't claim to be Mexican food. Their Tex-Mex right. is yeah. like their, uh, that's like their claim to fame. Yeah. So maybe I just maybe I just haven't gotten. But here's my thing: is I don't really like a burrito. They're, like, when I go to Chipotle, I get a bowl. I get the the oh, bowl. Okay. I don't like eating a burrito. Um, and I get, I got the quesadillas last time I was at Chewy's, but See, I don't like anybody, eating... anybody, I can make a quesadilla in this hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> I Chewy's tortillas are good though, in my opinion, compared to mm. just ones you buy at the store that if you hand make your, if you hand make your tortillas, that's, that's stepping up your game. So I that's, think that's part of it. If it was just regular old. Uh, I can't even name a brand of tortilla that you whatever you pick up at Kroger it I wouldn't like it as much also there's something about their cheese that I like I'm not entirely sure what it is but it's good hmm but yeah, okay. I, I have not yeah you're making me hungry Dylan I'm not eating I ate a lunch of lasagna before I came up here lasagna I still have oh, well, not that was my found... birthday you didn't even wish me happy birthday Lee Oh, crap. Well, you know, you're getting to that age where you don't want to be reminded. You don't. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, Carrie's big on, like, birthdays and stuff. And, like, after, like, 21, honestly, I was just like, okay, yeah, it's my birthday. But, I mean, okay. <laughs> if you want to buy me some drinks, all right. But that's, uh, I don't know. Hmm. I mean... You could, but here's the thing is I, here's the thing is I, I, this year has been weird because I've been far away and normally I'm like around people that are like, yeah, we're going to go do stuff for your birthday. And I don't really mind if people yeah. don't say it or not. Cause I don't usually wish people happy birthday. I'm not, I'm not really on Facebook that much and I don't remember everybody's birthday. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't, this year was different though, because I was so far away. I was like demanding. I was like, I want to be missed. You people haven't seen me in months. Yeah, but well, we do miss you. And happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. How 24. You, I'm how, 24. 24? You're so young. I forget how young I know. You I'm a wee babe. <laughs> it's so weird. I just... And like Dylan... Or not Dylan. Jeez. You're Dylan. Aaron mm -hmm. is older than me. I always forget that too. He's like two years older than me. Well, that's the thing is like I, you know, it's when I was working at the bar and stuff, a lot of the crowd I hung out with was around 2930. And that's kind of just always been the case for me. My brother is that age. All my cousins are that age. 
like I hung out with you and Aaron and Clay and Keith and all them. You guys are all around that age. So it was just always been natural for me to hang out with older people. Mm-hmm. And so when <laughs> anytime I'm around them and they're like, Oh, happy birthday. How old are you? It's like, 22 <laughs> whoa really <laughs> i've got all right i just came up with a theory maybe you're the youngest right i'm the youngest of our so you're exposed to your older brother's friends growing up yes so maybe you gravitate towards that me i'm the oldest and i didn't like when my sister made a couple friends like at church or something when we first moved here I got to know them. That's how I know Aaron. Aaron is like way younger than me. Um, Mm -hmm. But I see a bunch of younger people hanging out with everyone. I get to know them. So um, that's it. If you're the youngest, you're going to hang out with older people. If you're the oldest, you're going to hang out with younger people. Yeah, I I agree with that because, I mean, I just did everything my brother did. So Yeah, and that's what – that's kind of how it was. It was just like I had a friend – uh, I don't know if you ever met Garrett, but I had a friend named Garrett, but then his little brother would hang around. And then sometimes mm-hmm. his little brother's friends would hang around, and that's how I got to know Aaron. So it's just mm-hmm. there's an endless stream of tag-alongs. Yeah. And then the younger ones want to do the cool stuff. We're just a happy-go-lucky generation. We don't we don't exclude. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, so where are we at? We are at... I don't know. We're at an hour ten or so with no Aaron. That's pretty good. It is pretty good. So, what else you got for me? I heard now, you got some ancient civilization stuff to tell me about. Yeah. So, did you watch those Atlantis videos? I did not, Lee. I'm okay. sorry. I'll send it to you again. Also, you sent me a link to that. That's the Eugene Merman thing where he talks about buying Facebook ads. Okay. I couldn't get his name. I was trying to remember his name because I don't have Spotify and I was going to look for it on my other podcast app. Or... Yeah, you never did really explain to me why you got rid of Spotify other than like you were mad that he took his podcast off. That's pretty much it. Oh, godly. How, How do you get your music now? Oh, Pandora. So, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll keep this You already very... said they're owned on Google. I know. I realized that I didn't. Man. I found that out later. I didn't know. Okay, all right, I didn't all do right, my right, research. Right. So now I'm just like, oh well, shit. So eventually, if it's in the cards, I could end up back on Spotify. I like their interface better, but Pandora, mm-hmm. I like their the radios. I like them better. I feel like Spotify, do they have hosts? Where hosts? Like a, like a radio host. No. See, that's the only thing. I here's a, here's my bazillion dollar idea, Lee. And if everybody's listening and you have a lot of money, we can make this happen. So, I want to do Pandora, basically. But you pay to get music DJed for you. <laughs> you know, like there's a. I want to bring back the radio DJ. And there just be like stations that you can turn to, but there's no ads. You pay for the service, so there's no ads. I mean, that's basically satellite radio, isn't it? But satellite radio still has ads, don't it? Uh, yeah, to some extent, I believe they do. I want no ads. I want just a person being like, you know, when I was in college, WRFL always had the cool, like, there was a different DJ every hour. And it was like this weird... You know, it was the funniest. It was like if you were listening to WRFL, like when I would get off work a lot of times at the bar, I would turn on WRFL. It'd be like 3.30 in the morning. 
and it'd be like weird Norwegian black death metal hour. hour. <laughs> <laughs> like, I see why they put you on this time slot. <laughs> you know, they got the cool indie rock, like the surf rock going on at 11 o'clock when everybody's walking to class. But <laughs> <laughs> I think you're on to something. I, and I see what you mean. Okay. But yeah, I, Pandora, like there, it's, it's like, it does math or there's an algorithm to figure out what it thinks you would like and tries to mm-hmm. pick it. But I, that's not, hmm. Pandora does it better than Spotify, in my opinion. But to your point, I, I want something off the wall. That's more yeah, interesting to me. Yeah, give me a DJ. Me. Like th- throw something at me. Like don't don't try and guess what I like and play songs I already heard. Mm-hmm. Give me some fresh stuff. Well, that's what I like about Spotify. This year, they they I get a I got a playlist from Spotify. You know how you get your year in review playlist? Yeah. I got one called Taste Breakers, and the ad for it is Start 2019 by Broadening Your Horizons. We made a playlist of songs from genres and artists you don't normally explore, but we think you would like. Hmm. So, like, for me on here, there's a lot of, okay, I like indie music, but I like more, like, electric indie music. Yeah. But they're they're thinking that I would like a lot more kind of, like, um, there's a lot of, like, Leon Bridges and stuff like that on here. More, like, acoustic pop music. So it's, like, in the same vein, but a little bit more... Like, not what I normally listen to, but in the same vein. Yeah. Like, I don't recognize any of these names on here except for Leon Bridges. Yeah. I'm going to play a song right now. I'm going to sample it. It's probably going to sound bad, but this is going to be All Day, All Night by the California Honey Drops. I do like this. <laughs> They did a pretty good job. I like what that ever that is. Yeah, there you go. That's mm-hmm. all right. So, where there was some, there was a, it was a podcast, and all they did is each episode was just a song that mm-hmm. you probably never heard of, and then they played. And I, I found, I found that Technicolors band on there, and they're fantastic. But no one's ever going to hear about them because they're not famous. So having like a a thing like Spotify is doing is nice to find something new. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because if you go Google, like, give me some new music, it's going to give you all the popular people. But that doesn't. Well, and Spotify is so far off with like their recommendations. Like, okay, so I listened to the most Ben Howard this year. If you go to Ben Howard and do his related artists, one of the first ones on here is Mumford and Sons. He sounds nothing like Mumford and Sons. (laughs) Hmm. Like he's got like these super weird big room electric guitar sound and they're singing about problems from like 1871. It's like country music yeah. back when like people had slaves, like talking about your typewriter broke and shit like that. <laughs> That's interesting. I do like Mumford and Sons. I'm bashing them, but I, I like Mumford and Sons. <laughs> All right. Anyway, precursor civilizations after I gave away that bazillion dollar idea (laughs) you lost it man you gave it up too easy Mm -hmm. 
All right, so you didn't watch those videos. Boo! Send them. Did you actually send them to me or no? I did not. Hold on. Oh, okay. You <laughs> was I supposed to? I just I said I gave you the guy's to. name. Is he? It... Yeah, I did. I mean, and I listened to the. I listened to the podcast as I typically do, and I still didn't look him up. I was like, I need to watch that, and then I watched Blazing Saddles instead. <laughs> Nice choice. Okay, I'll send it to you right now in Skype. Is that right, good cool. or should I? Okay. Wait, yeah, I'll do it. I think that. that's great. How do I do this? Damn it. Uh, wait, this way? No, that way. Uh, I'll send it to you because you need to watch it because it's very I'm going to watch it. And it's not, this guy's legit. Like, he's not like, he's not Alex Jones. <laughs> On conspiracies. Okay. He's not just some wacko. He's just a reasonable guy that did a lot of research on it. That's very okay. convincing. So you'll I see what I mean. You, you'll see what I mean. I may watch it after we get off here. How long is it? Um, let's see. The main one I'm gonna send you. Oh god, it's not telling me. Ugh. It's like twenty minutes. Oh yeah, I'll definitely watch it tonight. Okay. And there's a follow up that's also that long, but it's kind of more of the same. It was just him addressing some comments that people were like, no, oh, you're, no, you're stupid. It's wrong. And he's just like, no, it's right. <laughs> All right. So, well, where do I even want to go then? We were going to talk about Lost Cities. Mm-hmm. I only have one to mention that I never really looked into. But I did want to cycle around back just to give, if people didn't listen to last one, last week's episode, just kind of give them a brief introduction on the idea that there was advanced civilizations long before they say they were there were um and it's i think the reason that they don't they don't ever talk about this is because really it involves a a giant flood for real like i know there's you know skeptics out there that are like no that's a that's just a story that's made up but every ancient culture has a story of a giant flood and um there's a guy his name is randall carlson he's got some joe rogan episodes go check those out and he can explain it way better than me and he's got pictures to explain all this but his theory is that there was catastrophic catastrophic flooding i think twelve thousand years ago which predates like the earliest civilizations that we know of in the mainstream stuff. And he says there's evidence and he'll show you the pictures where it just looks like there was flooding on such a big scale that nobody noticed it before. Cause it did so much. The damage was such in such a big area. Um, mm-hmm. But he, his idea was that in order for that kind of flooding to have happened, his theory was that um, um asteroid would have had or meteor whatever would have had to hit an ice shelf send a ton of uh, ice into the air which melts and then just rains down everywhere would have caused all this and they've been searching for that impact crater but they haven't found any um, but a couple weeks ago they found one in greenland so it did happen so that you know that leads suggests that he may be correct now, mm-hmm. now his buddy, who's more 
on the he likes to speculate more and have a little more fun with it. He's not. He does do research to support this based on ancient writings and stuff that would suggest. And all these ancient writings suggest that they gained technology and information and knowledge from strange visitors. Some say some say like aliens, some say like angels, gods, all that kind of stuff. Everybody's got that kind of stuff in their text. And he's saying, what if there were he says a global civilization, as in like what like like now we've got like Egypt's got the pyramids and you've got the uh the stuff the Aztec stuff, Mayan stuff, you've got all the stuff in Cambodia, Vietnam. Something uh-huh. like that. It was everywhere. And this flooding was global based on the scale of it. And that um, it would have wiped them out for the most part. And that's why we don't find anything anymore. But um, the, the people that survived would have kind of started over again. Maybe in the same area, maybe not. Maybe they wandered and found some other survivors that may not have been as advanced as they were and they could share what they learned because looking at history there seems to be like a a pretty quick jump from we're just wandering around the countryside to bam we have civilization it happens pretty quick so i don't have a ton of information on that you guys can look that up it's a big rabbit hole but um i just wanted to the idea that there was advanced civilizations before we know there was a giant flood, everything got wiped out, and we had to start over. Is basically um, I j- <clears throat> the only thing I worry about is like I don't think this could ever be. You know, I was listening to it and we were bashing the scientific community quite a bit, just like they're afraid to take chances and stuff like that. But also, like, even if the, how would you ever prove? Like, just like we're talking about, it was like, well, how can they say that there's not? If we just couldn't tell because of the proof, and then the, I also turn around and would say, "Well, how can we tell that there is because there's proof?" Like it's a fun thing to speculate on, but you see where I'm coming from here. Like, yeah, this is not quite that. There is evidence okay. that just suggests. So I guess I'll I'll dabble in that a little bit. Um, some of these places, like the two main areas I'll talk about, is Egypt and um, wherever Cusco is. I think it's in Peru. Um, that was where our emperor was from, yeah. Emperor Cusco. So they've got, when you go and look, maybe I'll post, actually you guys can go back, I think we actually have this on our YouTube channel, like one of three videos, where I had Bobby over and we were talking about the stuff. I've got pictures to go with it, but they've got like these clean cut, huge stones, like, like we couldn't even do this shit today. As like the base for all of this stuff that looks amazing. But then there's stuff on top of it that looks old and ancient like you would expect to see. And they've got the same sort of thing in Egypt. And it just looks like there was something there very well, well built. Better than our current ancient civilizations that we're seeing that fit the, the story. But they, they appear to be way older but way better built is the big mm-hmm. thing. And it looks like that somebody just came in and found it and built on top of it. Or originally got wiped out and they tried to recover and just built back where they were, but they didn't have the means that they used to. 
So there's a lot right. of that that's interesting. That's 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 the only thing that separates this from a. Well, how do you even know? Like that's yeah. that's that circular logic that you know. Yeah, that yeah. I mean, I see where you're coming from on that. So, so I don't know, man. Because so one of the big there's the site. Okay, let me start on the Sphinx. The Sphinx. There's been a lot of debate about how old that is. The thing's a bazillion years old. I don't care what anybody says. And that's so. Uh, the the main argument here is around the Sphinx. There's a lot of eroded stuff that only would have happened from water erosion. And the only time that Egypt would have had that much water that that would be a thing is long predates like the Egyptians that we know. Like mm-hmm. it, it goes way back. Now nobody wants to admit that. But in Turkey recently, they found a site, like a megalithic site, that's just like huge stones put into place. But this had like carvings and real cool stuff. You can look it up. It's Gobekli Tepe. Um, but they found that and dated that to be around the age of the how old they really think the Sphinx is, not the the accepted date. So the argument, the weird argument that uh, the archaeologists, the mainstream ones have to make is they have to say that that site was made by hunter-gatherers. Like, they have to say that. Uh-huh. Or else they have to change their theory. And this, uh, the Graham Hancock guy that's friends with Randall Carlson will sit, will sit and argue and be like, if you are surviving on hunter hunting and gathering, you're following the food. Like, you don't have time to build giant megalithic structures and shrines you just don't do that. Yeah, exactly. That comes with civilization. So finding that site was like the biggest thing that says we may be incorrect. Yeah. Because it's not, like you said, a hunter-gatherer. Well, and like that's the big thing about – they always talk about how like – I feel like everything I've ever read on the paleo diet has talked about how I was like, well, they were actually healthier back then because they didn't – and they didn't spend as much time. Like you would go hunt in the mornings, and then you had the rest of the time to do whatever you wanted. And I doubt whatever they wanted involved them building those gigantic structures. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I meant to look this up. I meant to Google just of all the megalithic sites, how what where they're dating those at. Mm-hmm. Because if they're all get, if they're all being dated before like Mesopotamia time then that's just more a suggestion that there was something else here before something bad happened and now but you know then they built on top of what was already there so eh. now the question would be like you know how advanced are we talking mm-hmm. so that i don't know that that then you can have fun to speculate, you know, because we talked about yeah. the ancient nuclear war. Like that's more of that. Well, how do you know it didn't happen? That's more of that sort of thing. But right. there is evidence that there were like groups of civilized people building shit long before yeah. what we're saying there was. But because they're so old and they look like shit now, we don't know what they really were. Mm-hmm. Well, even like Stonehenge, which has been, you know, massively studied and for the most part still in good shape. One, it's very old. And two, they don't really know. Like 
that's the thing about asking questions of people that have been dead for 10,000 years is it's hard to get an answer from them. Yeah. Like we can only guess about stuff. We can only guess about stuff that happened in 1900, you know, yeah. like it's not, uh, maybe that's the beautiful thing about it. Like I saw an article today in the paper. It was talking about in London, they found this guy as a skeleton, pretty much fully preserved in the river Thames, Thames, um, that um like they talked about how it was like remarkable that he had thigh high leather boots on and you know 1500 and i was just like why is that important and then like there was this whole big thing talking about well maybe he was a man of wealth who was killed and pushed in because commoners down near the river would not have it and like there were so many questions about like who this person was all because he had on boots. Can you imagine if you found a building out in the middle of the desert that was like, yeah, this thing's 20,000 years old. Like, <laughs> What are we going to do with this weird amalgamation of bricks? So let's... I'm sorry. We were so mean to scientists. I really am. They're doing their best. I think. Yeah. So like I was looking up, uh, so they did some, this is off the coast of Cuba somewhat recently underwater i think if you've heard of it it's like oh there's like a big pyramid underneath the bermuda triangle like that was kind of the stories that came from this but they just did some sonar scans and did find some weird looking stuff but they didn't they didn't go they didn't inspect it further to see what it really was but but here's Mm -hmm. why so i was reading the wikipedia page to see if this was actually a thing if they what they actually found and th- this is this sentence, sentence kind of sums up the scientific attitudes or this kind of stuff, and it just says, talking about the geologist that was working on these, said he estimated that it would have taken fifty thousand years for such a structure to have sunk into the depths um, at which they found it, but no known cultures living that long ago would have had that ability to build a structure, and it was done. So they stopped investigating it. Really, they yeah. just quit. Yeah, looking at it. So that, See, that's, okay, that that part can I guess can be. That's aggravating. Now I understand like these things cost money. Oh yeah. And if, for the most part, everybody's on the same page as to where and when civilization began, you're going to be less likely to throw money at that. Mm-hmm. Because you want a return on your investment. You don't want to go down there and find out, oh, it's just a bunch of rocks that happen to kind of look like something. You know, then you're out the mm-hmm. It sucks. So I get it. It's a safer bet to have this attitude. But I want to see some people at least take that risk. Maybe we need like a special victims unit, but for, <laughs> you know, investigating weird stuff. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Like it. Hmm. So I'm still trying to look into this stuff to to find out more. Uh, it's really fascinating to me. Um, it, yeah, but look up. Like, I think even the guy that the video I'm going to send, he he mentions a lot of these old megalithic sites that are just like so well made, but then there's like crappier stuff on top, and it's just like that's kind of weird. So it's worth looking into. Uh, hmm. But yeah, hmm. that's the worst right, spiel on ancient stuff. 
I want to keep looking into it. I'm going to, I want to actually watch these videos. So next week I'll be ready. Oh, they're so interesting. So, okay. I'm going to do it. Uh, I think that's like kind of his specialty. He's got a couple random ones here and there about like, you know, Tesla or stuff like that. And he's not, yeah, it's not, not interested. It's not like conspiracy stuff, really. It's just more like, here's some interesting things that they don't talk about. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's more reasonable. It's not yeah. insane. All right. Well, I'm about to go do my homework then. Let's lay in this bad boy. Unless you got more for me, Lee. Uh, I was going to mention one of the lost cities that I never really. Oh, was oh! Into. I thought we were still. I thought we were following up on our last thing. Oh no! Hit me with another one. Never mind. This is just. I'll, I'll make it brief though. Um, I don't want to bore. No, no, no! Take your time. Take your time. I thought you were. I thought we were like. I read this all wrong. Oh God! I'm embarrassed. No, it's cool. I was just giving people a. I wanted. To, I tried to organize my thoughts a little better than I did last time. I just kind of had to explain it to you in like five minutes last time. I feel like I still did a bad job. but um, No, you're doing, you're doing good work, Lee. Uh, watch this guy's videos. You'll understand what where I'm coming from. And then, yeah. But no, I was just going to talk about uh, a lost city that I never really looked into called Hyperborea. Have you heard of it? No. Well, what was it? I, you kind of cut out. Hyperborea. Yeah, I've heard of Hyperborea. I don't know anything about it. I just know that it existed. Okay. For sure it existed. For sure it existed. All right, good. Then I don't have to convince you too bad. Um, all right. So, really, this exists only in writings at this point, but it's in so many different writings that it, it raises questions as to... I never saw any anything saying that like this stuff is made up. So mm-hmm. I know with like the Atlanta stuff, they're like, it was probably just a story. But I didn't see that with this. It was weird. But it was more along the lines of this place probably existed, but maybe it wasn't as spectacular as they say. And it might be named something else and we're just not thinking of it. That kind of mm-hmm. thinking. But so it's a place called. All right. So the god of the north wind is called Boreas. And this is called Hyperboreus, Hyperborea, sorry, because it's beyond the north wind. So the initial theory is that it is up towards the Arctic. Another clue says that it's like it's like a perfect place with like the perfect climate and sun 24 hours a day. They have sun 24 hours a day sometimes in the Arctic. So they're like, okay, maybe it's up there. So current theory is you keep going up towards the the north pole and eventually you'll cross into like a nice warm area and there's this amazing land that's perfect Mm. um and there's supposed to be the people that live there are supposed to be giants of some sort um Mm -hmm. i think I'm, i'm talking like 10 feet tall not like 30 feet tall yeah not super giants just big people big people. and like that's the thing is like i i i I want to go back in time because I would be big. I would be so much bigger than everybody. <laughs> you would rule them. I would. I would rule them. Except they're all But uh, I'm reading I'm reading a thing right here and I'm going to bring up a point kind of a lateral point to this. Um so I'm going to read the early sources thing. This is coming straight off of Wikipedia where I get all of my information. It says the earliest extant source that mentions Hyperborean details 
Herodotus's histories, book four, chapter 32 through 36 dates from circa 450 BC. So that, I mean, that's pretty old, but anytime you get in single digits, that's when you get nervous, but it uh, talks about, it's like, uh, how Herodotus recorded three earlier sources that supposedly mentioned the Hyperboreans, including Hesiod and Homer. And those guys, like nothing that they ever wrote basically exists. And like, if you think about this, is what we're talking about with the lost library of Alexandria, like all of this information about this stuff is probably lost. And everything we know about it is just because it's like mentioned in passing by people quoting other people. Yeah. Who burnt that shit down? I'm going to go back um, in time and kill it. I think it was me. No, you didn't. You wouldn't dare. Mm-hmm. I still can't believe that. That's just, oh, God, that drives me crazy. But yes, you're right. So that sucks, man. You have to go off. <laughs> yeah. Like, this guy said that this guy said that this guy might have said, and it's, uh, uh. So, oh, also, there was a, a map, the Mercator map. Have you heard of that? We talked uh-huh. about it on it. Um, me and I think me and Aaron talked about it on one episode, but it's Mercator's maps were pretty dang good, like for the most part. Um, uh-huh. And a lot of our maps are based off his stuff. But there's a couple weird maps that like there's one that shows like four islands kind of up near the North Pole and then like a giant mountain at the North Pole or something weird. Um, and they're thinking maybe that's Hyperborea, even though, I mean, if you're going off satellites, then it's not there mm-hmm. unless they're updating it. But yeah, unless it's being doctored. <laughs> but then, uh, where is this? There's somebody else that said that made it sound more mythical. Where it's okay. Here, here's what it is. Neither by ship nor foot would you find the marvelous road to the assembly of the Hyperboreans. So. That's why you can't see it, because it's different. You get there in a weird way. It's in another dimension, something like that. Ooh, now I'm interested. You've got my, you've hooked me. It's it. See, because people always get these kind of, they also start throwing in like the Hollow Earth stuff with Hyperborea too. Some I heard th- that. Some people think, you know, that's um, when you get to the other side, that, that, sun that's like in the middle of it that's what they're talking about uh as the 24-hour sun so okay you know mm-hmm. now agartha's more of the official hollow earth yeah that people yeah, talk I've... about um but i've heard about that one so i wanted to do this one just to hear about it but um mm-hmm. there's really not much evidence at all uh, no especially having seen all of the atlantis evidence that i've seen <laughs> This one just seems silly. Yeah, well, and it does seem like they're just talking about, like, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on, like, reading, if you just read what they wrote back then about it, it's like, yeah, we're pretty sure Hyperborea is, like, north of Thrace, or whatever this thing says. Yeah. Which is a place that actually exists. And then there's other people, like actual scholars, that are like, well, we think it may be Britain because they talk about yeah. going over the sea and this, that, and another. And then they're like, your people will be like, well, I think it's inside the earth because <laughs> wouldn't that be neat? <laughs> I like that. Oh, stuff. boy. It's fun, though. Uh, hmm. 
But that's yeah. all there is to it. I don't know anything about like this Herodotus guy. I don't know how reputable he is. I mean, it's well, he wrote BC. the histories, which is like pretty much considered like the first history of the earth. Hmm. Like so, he was a Roman, I believe he was either Roman or Greek um, historian, and that he just wrote like this is the world that I know from people that I've talked to. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I did actually read this section, and it does say all this stuff. Because I remember when we talked about the nuclear war of one, there was questions about is that even in the Mahabharata? I was like, yeah, not really. But this one's actually in there talking about it. So mm-hmm. in his mind, it was a real place, and his notes of it aren't crazy. Like he doesn't say anything crazy. It seems reasonable. Right. They're north. Uh, but it's somehow warmer up there once you get past the cold stuff. So he's like, eh. Um, uh, the story, ultimately, <laughs> it ends up getting taken over by, like, Ice Age comes and just covers it up. And that's it. That's history. Um, mm-hmm. It is no more. But that's, mm. that's Hyperborea. I don't know. There was one other weird thing. I th- in one of the... I don't, I don't know if it was the history or if it was one of the other writings that said, you got to go up to this land. That's where the one-eyed people live. And then you got to keep going, and then you'll get to Hyperborea. Like, <laughs> they just so, kept going. They just, the they just, there it's was... Like, <laughs> it's like, one-eyed people? What? Wait, what? You're yeah, they said, you're just going to blow past that and not... <laughs> <laughs> so, that's Hyperborea. Um, not convincing enough for me. It, yeah, it, it seems like Everybody kind of took stuff out of proportion on this one. I'm not going to lie. They took a liberty, creative liberties with it. Yeah, it seems like it makes a good story of like this, you know, rugged northern land. You know, it looks like Skyrim. Yeah. But everything they talked about with it was like kind of fantastic. And then everybody made it super fantastic. (laughs) All right. All right, now I have to go. I'm getting sleepy now. But All right, we'll land this plane with the question. We did the what have you been up to thing. Yeah. What do you got for me now? What did yeah. you switch it out with? Is El Dorado real? Um, Like a city of gold or just a very rich city that was conquered? Because I think the second one, yes. The first one, probably not. I would picture more, maybe not a city of gold, but maybe like the main castle or temple was made of gold. Or at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, El Dorado, I can link to it. El Hombre del Dorado, the Golden Man, or the Golden King, a mythical tribal chief of the Muisa, Muisica native people in then Spanish colonial province called Colombia, who, as an initiation, right, covered himself with gold dust and submerged in Lake Gutavita. That sounds reasonable. Being a man to a city, to a kingdom, and finally an empire made of gold. Huh. Yeah, it seems like this, it was a real thing, and then it got whipped out of proportion. Once again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, I was going to say one more thing. What was I going to say? Oh, one fascinating thing is there was a, you know, have you heard of Angkor, Angkor Wat in Cambodia? That big temple-y place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was at one time a lost city. Like, they're oh, like, really? we got all this shit written down. They say it exists, but we can't find it. And they actually found it, um, whenever that was. 
I don't have the dates, I forgot, but I was reading that. I'm like, that's interesting. So you can find these places. It does happen. Mm. They might not be as magical as you think, but some of these places do exist. And yeah, on that note, mm. we'll say goodbye. Bye, dudes. This show was brought to you by the Do You Believe Podcast Network. Visit www.doyoubelievepodcast.com for links to all episodes and social media platforms. If you have a request, email us at request at doyoubelievepodcast.com.